But space travel, like, my body is such an impediment to space travel. Our bodies are. Like, if we can travel space and not have but why to... why do you want to travel in space anyway? To explore. There's something to there you want to do? <laughs> like, what do well, you what do, do we do on Earth except, like, eat things and have sex? <laughs> we're human beings. This is what we're supposed to be. Like, you're like, oh, I want to go to Pluto. But who like, says we're why? supposed to be here? No one <laughs> says we're supposed to be here. No one <laughs> says we're supposed to be here. There's no there's God not- saying, you must, thou shalt stay on Earth and live in it. Like... There's no, there are no boundaries and no rules except the ones we set for ourselves. I would love how like Bo like makes himself immortal through transferring his brain into a computer, <laughs> sends it off into space. Oh. A million years in the future, he's like, oh god, this fucking endless void. Gas <laughs> giant. Oh, there's no life here. It's so boring. I wish I died a million years ago. On a- how, where's the Wi-Fi spot? I really want to play Hearthstone. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Good afternoon or good morning, or I suppose good middle of the night if that's when you're listening to this show. And welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Random topics, unrehearsed conversation, quality reviews. My name's Michael Hodges. I'm one of your three hosts on this fine show, along with the one and only Mr. Crofton Steers. Hello, Crofton. Hello, Michael. Hello, listeners. And the one and only as well. Because we're all genetically unique individuals here on this show. No twins to speak of. Mr. Bo Schwartz. Hello, Crofton. Hello, Michael. Hello, GBB listeners. Glad to be a part of another episode of this fine show. Twin slam. Yeah, that was the. That's not the first time we've slammed twins. Yeah, stop discriminating against. You know, whatever. Stop marginalizing identical twins. (laughs) Like we need to celebrate them for their differences too, or. Their similarities and homogeneity are homogeneity. They're natural clones. Sure. Sure. Yes. It's kind of cool. Is that a disparaging remark or is that an observational fact? No, I think it's sort of true. It seems like if Mother Nature has the ability or if we have the ability to create these natural clones, you'd think we would just be able to easily duplicate that and create artificial clones. But I guess we're not there yet. You no. guys are clone obsessed. We still have many strives to make as a as a species. Hey, we should put cloning into our bucket of sci-fi slash reality we, things. Oh yeah, we did do cloning, didn't we? Do we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Shut up. We're now at the point where we've done so many topics that I can't even remember the ones that we Yeah, we've we done. talked about like the Dolly the Sheep and like you know, if you could grow your own organs to replace your lung cancer ridden ones from smoking i'll have to man i'll have to listen to that one it'll be like listening to a whole new conversation with myself a bygone era of early shows i hope my older prejudice stand up to the test of time (laughs) i would count on that how are you guys doing today (laughs) feeling good yeah very well thank you um it's a beautiful day it's been a beautiful weekend I've only. It's a shame that I only get out for walks. Cause I feel like I should be doing more. But that I, being said, it's you know it's great, great weather. I, I went to a water park yesterday. Yeah, I know. I oh, heard. Did you wash Good all the fecal you. matter off of you? Did it, sorry, what? Did you wash all of the fecal matter off of you? 
it was a pretty big park. I feel like the fecal matter was probably fairly <laughs> dilute. It was no, everywhere. What was interesting <laughs> is when I was leaving the place, I was like, huh, because we, we just did theme parks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep, I stand by my verdict. Yours was bad. What I find funny is that you went to the theme park. Like, it's like you're the guy. You're like, ah, oh, I hate them. I, I also said the police was bad, but if someone was stabbing me, I'd still call them. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't think that makes sense, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I dr- yeah. I dr- you I hypocrite, Mike, calling the police when you're getting stabbed, <laughs> but yet you won't rake them good on bullshit? You don't deserve police. The thing is, I find those water parks are like, you know, I they are theme parks, sort of. The theme, I guess, is water, whatever. But like, I do, I do find that they're because of all the water waste and stuff. I don't know. Like, I'm a little more mixed on those ones than I am regular theme parks. But it was, it was really what it was was like the line, the lineups, man, the lineups, and that wasn't even a super crowded day. We asked the guy at the front gate what the capacity was and he said 15,000 people and we said how many people were there today he said around 6,000 and I was like oh god I'm so glad I'm not here but you did you did go on a sunny sun summer Sunday where I drove by it today and it was pretty dead like yeah but it wouldn't even yesterday with the wind blowing oh I was chilly and the water is sort of warm there but like you get cold pretty quick unless it's a real hot day here in Canada it's it's the child's urine it, yeah, it does seem like a weird place to have a water park where we're, we're in a frozen wasteland half of the year. It seems like poor planning. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm glad you enjoyed. I saw it on my way back from the eastern townships. Did we miss an episode of this show? No, we're squeezing, no, we're squeezing, squeezing this in. in. Yeah, but uh, I, I, was off for a, I was off for a week in cottage country, and it was my first trip with the baby. And I got to say, it was – I'm glad we did it, but I'm also glad it's over. So <laughs> – uh, notch that as a complete thing, and now maybe trips won't be so scary in the future. But uh, at the same time, traveling with kids, I appreciate it a lot more now. It's definitely a challenge. <laughs> Having done a lot of it, I'm like, because I my, it was my sentiments exactly when we did the cottage thing with the baby. I was like, oh, thank God that's over. It's like you don't learn your lesson, then you go do it again. But I don't understand not having a kid. What's how is it any just less make your, ir- just more imagine irritating. taking a road trip with someone who screams in your face if they're at all peeved like they just like I don't like this and then you scream at the top of their lungs until you stop it just can be but they'd be screaming at home anyways like it's not the trip's fault no, no they wouldn't be they wouldn't be necessarily that's the thing it's the difference it's the difference that throws them and the other thing is and I, I really do believe this is true there's something like biologically wired between you and your kid that like you can hear a kid cry in a restaurant and you're like, oh, that's annoying or whatever, but but uh, but when it's your kid, it like it. My wife often says how our child has a really is really well behaved, but has a really bad temper, and she gives examples where it's she, she makes it sound like our kid screams really really loud in public places. But I think it's just because she hears it at like a hundred decibels higher than what it is because she's the mom and I'm the same. So you're in the kid and you're you're in the car and your kid is crying and it's like it just feels way louder than it is and you're getting stressed while driving and you're you just you know I don't know it's it's like yeah, right. you're trying to do something stressful too like you're stuck in the car you're on the highway there's just this other force there anyways it's not something you want to do all the time well speaking yeah. of something you don't want to do all the time i think we should talk about a random topic let's wait yeah i like to do that all the time it's fun let's let's do a random all topic right, pull, got the machine going yep. ready to go here all right we're waiting mike 
And the topic today is traveling with children. Oh. <coughs> uh. Oh. Uh. Um. The, t- the topic today is polygamy. Polygamy. Polygamy is... Um, that's That has to do with marrying more than one other person, right? Yeah, having many wives. It's not... Is poly? What's polyandry? Hang on. Poly, polyamory is like just multiple. I think polygamy is general. Maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think right. it's like one man and his many wives. Yeah. Whereas I think polyamory is like a mixture of men and women that all are kind of equally, you know, in a relationship together. Okay. What about like just lots of sex? Like, let's say. Uh, there's a married couple, and I don't know. They're going to swingers parties and all that sort of stuff. Is it's that not an... polygamy? No, no, because polygamy is illegal I don't know. I... In, in a lot of places, and you know, uh, things like swinging isn't illegal. It's the, it's the fact of like marrying or someone is a sort of legal is a legal thing, and I think polygamy is marrying of multiple people, having more than one marriage partner. All right, hang on. So polygamy exists in three specific forms. Polygyny, polygyny, where a man this has, uh, this is from Wikipedia, which we all okay. label as good. Poly, it's polygyny, <laughs> it's polygyny, wherein a man has multiple simultaneous wives. Polyandry, where a woman has multiple husbands, simultaneous husbands. Or a group marriage, where the family unit consists of multiple husbands and wives. So marriage being... Like wives, husbands being operative words in these sort of definitions. It's not it's nothing to do with casual sex, as we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, it's strictly multiple, you know, concurrent marriages. Well, this is one of those w- weird ones where it's like, um, not weird ones, but there's a couple where we not, I know that not one of the three of us have any experience in this. Like, <laughs> As far as uh, we know, because you might have a secret wife. One of you might have a secret wife somewhere. Yeah, it'd be funny if this was the avenue that we used to reveal it. We're like, oh, you know, this is a good time to bring up my secret wife in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I just think that that uh, it, it's one of those things that, like, you're exposed to through the media. There was, there was also this show on HBO with Bill Paxton called Big Love that I'm sure not one of the three of us watched. I've definitely – I considered watching it. <laughs> I didn't, but then you did. That's um, a big deal. He considered it. Yeah, it's That's an true. honor. <laughs> so, so to lay the groundwork here, we are not super, not super informed. Uh, what I do know about polygamy often stems from um, uh, media coverage of, in particular, uh, Mormons around Salt Lake City uh, area and, uh, and and multiple sort of sister wives to a husband and uh, sometimes um, and it's not just that in that area there's been other sort of cults or groups that uh, where some of these wives are like extremely young and uh, are, are married to like you know a guy in his 40s and it's like it's try 60s yeah and there's like 16 year old wives and all this sort of thing well, so some, some people have likened it essentially to human trafficking where you have these kind of uh patriarchs guy old dudes who sort of trade their young daughters to other old dudes who have you know 20 wives or something so they can all keep having young wives those stories certainly make it sound bad and i think also the canadian example which is bountiful british columbia which is always or often in the news here um 
and I think their their leaders from Salt Lake City and kind of because because it's I believe polygamy is illegal in the states, but kind of happens under the under the radar. But certainly, it it seems like yeah, you know, maybe we should take a step back here because I, I I feel like there's these there's these forms in which it exists, you know, uh, Mormonism and and some Islamic sects I think have. Um, polygamy maybe other places too uh but just in theory okay so say like you're you're a man or a woman and you have many of uh partners in your uh, relationship what just aside from all the baggage associated with how it's going what do you guys think about that in theory in theory so like having- Bo, you have like well i i wives. feel like we've Imagine done that. we've done marriage before and if i'm not mistaken did I say it was bad? Probably. I might. <laughs> I might have said it was bad. So um, I need to go back and look, or or whatever. But I know it was either bullshit or bad. And being on the negative side of things, I don't think you know having multiples from from my perspective will be any better <laughs> of a verdict. You know. So what do I think of polygamy? Well, um, I think. It's it's so hard because it's hard to talk about polygamy without talking about marriage, and I feel like I feel like if everyone's consenting in in having this sort of arrangement of multiple marriages, then what's the problem? And the problem I think sort of boils down to the I don't know what the right word is, but the super story or the larger narrative happening around these things, wherein you know it's a it's a male dominated society there's male privilege and so the reason why there's multiple wives has to do with gender roles in a traditional community of taking care of women but you know like in a vacuum i'd say well i mean if you if marriage is so great then why not spread it around and this seems cool but um i know that's not very practical or realistic thinking to the examples of polygamy we have today which are like I immediately conjure. Is it Amish communities that have polygamy? Who are the Who are the big polygamists in America? Mormons. Mormons. Okay. The I think uh, of Mormons. You know. I think I think Mike raises an interesting point, which is the theoretical versus the practical on this. So, you know, it, it's one of those it's one of those things that people kind of frown upon, but often that stems from their own traditional upbringings. And uh, it also stems from how it exists currently when when you look at what it is in, in theory. And I think Bo makes a good point when he says, you know, if I'm not for marriage, how can I be for multiple marriages? And I think that that's kind of that's the kicker because marriage is sort of like a, a, a commitment between two individuals uh, and, and – uh, Outside of marriage, like sort of a um, dating multiple people or having multiple relationships, uh, that's sort of like they're they're sort of antithesis of each each other. So to have one uh, that sort of both seems seems almost like it shouldn't be able to exist. And I think for it to exist in a pure idealistic form, it would have to be one in which um, it's not focused on a particular individual it's focused on the group meaning that i'm in love with x woman she's in love with me i'm in love with y woman she's in love with me and x woman and y woman are in love with each other right um 
as opposed to just that sounds more like polyamory, you know? Right. Which which wasn't which is that sort in of one different. of the things? I, I think it'd be more like. But that's what Bo when Bo read the definition off the top. That was one of the three, right? Yeah, like, I guess that. Okay, I, I, we're I, lumping that in. All right. Well, I'm just saying that that's to me, in theory, looking at it, the one that sounds like the the fun- functionally health the healthiest in quotation mark. Um, whereas the other ones feel really like in, the theory behind them just seems. Like even in theory, having one person with three people in love with them and them in love with those three people, I, I just feel that that doesn't seem, I, for lack so, of a better term, healthy. Because yeah, there's there's I mean, three I, separate connections happening. That's what you're trying to say. Like it's like you know, I have this relationship with uh, Jennifer, and then I have this relationship with Yolanda. But Yolanda and Jennifer don't like talk to each other or they don't have that affection that affection doesn't go those ways so you're saying like that it seems like a selfish type of marriage arrangement for me the man in you know having two separate things whereas if all three of us love each other in sort of this equitable way then it seems like maybe that's a great union of three people like I think it could, I think it could be theoretically. Like I I don't know of yeah. one, and I haven't I haven't seen one. But that is that's right. That's Bo, what you're and saying. It, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be that. Like it often is the man, but like even if it was a woman, and she was with uh she, you know uh, one man Ted Steve and Steve, Steve and uh, Rolando were both in <laughs> love uh, with her, yeah. and she and she marries them both, uh, but they you know just are civil but don't really care for one another they just are both mutually in love with with her um i i don't think that's any better uh i i really think there needs to be some sort of but if steven orlando loved each other too and there was a three-way love chain connection? of love then like yeah then it's cool i know? mean i i mean i don't i i don't see why that couldn't work but again it's like i mean i'm being raised with really traditional values and it it i feel it like i feel it in my brain thinking like well even that is kind of like i don't know there's more money more problems you know like uh it just sounds like you get three people i'm not sure if you've ever been in a situation where you have roommates but generally rule of thumb is if you have three roommates there is always a bad roommate so you've got you've got two roommates you know you get on well or maybe you don't get on well who knows whatever but as soon as there's a third roommate one of them is shittier than the other and then you and the other one commiserate about the third one generally you're like oh that that one's the shitty the shitty roommate and if you're the shitty roommate you probably don't realize it. Room, roommates so. are different than like. I think your point is humorous and well. It's like it's funny, but when people are I, in love, it's different than roommates, right? Well, if it's if the if the if it is polygamy, is it was that what it was? Where it's polygamy is the word. Where it's like say again, say say it's a man with many wives, and all those wives' relationships with each other is essentially one of roommates because they only have the the connection and the love connection with the one male, then essentially they are – it is like roommates really and some of them will get along better than others and you know, I can see there being problems. If we're lumping polyamory in with this, which, which I 
feel is something distinct, it definitely changes the conversation because, you know, a lot of people will argue that monogamy is not really um, sustainable. And I mean, a lot of people would argue that and I I might argue that myself. But uh, certainly, you know, if you look at divorce rates at 50 percent and things like that, that maybe monogamy is not really sustainable. And it may be polyamory where he has multiple people. You can have groups of, I think, you know, I think the number is usually in six where there'll be like three women and three men and they're all kind of in love with each other. And that way you're not in a monogamous monogamous relationship. And if you, you know, want to have sex with someone else within the relationship, you still have that kind of commitment within the group. But yet you feel like you have more sort of sexual freedom and things like that. So maybe it maybe, maybe it does make sense in that context. If I think about polygamy you know, I'm just going to say polygamy because that's what I <laughs> always thought it was where it's like the one and again it's usually a man with many wives and I think of the in theory part I'd be like you know I can understand if you're like a selfish man it makes sense you could be like oh yeah I got like 10 wives and I can just you know sleep with whenever whichever one of them I want whenever I want kind of thing it sounds like great but I temper that with being you have to be very selfish and maybe view people not as individuals with with complex needs but more as objects or as your possessions and that's my often my, my problem when I think about it I know that's biased um, maybe they can't all be an equal footing but I really feel like it's a paternalistic relationship where you have the one the one figure who's kind of the boss and all these other people who are essentially subservient to them and I think those you know when you think of um, like a, the term a harem of women where this where um you know in the past it'd be people kings and things like that just have all these women that are essentially concubines or people who'd serve them i feel like if you're a big power seeking sort of selfish person it sounds great right you have someone to do all your sort of biddings and you know fulfill all your sexual needs but essentially they're not as free as you are so so that's like if you're selfish, I t- I get it. I, I, I get think, it. He sounds great, but you have to not respect I, I, other people's sort of autonomy. I think you make a lot of good points about that, and that's reflective of like a quote unquote enlightened Western view on you know polygamous cultures. But I think that like having been exposed to a little bit through television, which let's face it is a terrible filter to get your information from, but. Um, you know, there is a sense that the like there is a culture around it. So it's like you might say all of what you just said to the men and women involved in, you know, polygamous uh, cultures, and they would staunchly defend it as, you know, not something where the man's being selfish, but the man is taking care of many women. And that's sort of their responsibility. Like, even though it's not that I'm saying you're wrong or people should disagree with you or I disagree with you, but that for those inside of it, there is meaning to that structure that sort of that your your portrayal of it, it would be you know denigrating or or be seen as um like an outsider's view that doesn't really understand the spiritual meaning behind having uh many wives in the polygamy example that being said i, I you know gen- genetically i think it's accepted i think like anthropology most anthropologists anthropologists you know human studiers yeah. would tell you that like we're not naturally monogamous that doesn't come naturally to us or you know we naturally would seek out other partners but that you know our idea behind marriage is our ideas about how to 
live as a community, right? Uh, to live fair, like we'll pair bond with another person and, and in the community we recognize as such, even though from a biological standpoint, I mean, our biology has no quandary about finding other partners to to mate with. And I think it's another thing to say, well, hey, I'm married, but I'm going to go have extramarital sex and it's all cool in the gang. And it's another thing. It's not about sex if you're actually getting multiple wives. I think that's more about your gender role in that culture. And it's more about power, like the patriarchy that you were talking about, you know, the feeling of, of being the man of the house with all these people. I feel like it has more to do with that than it does with sex. Cause like a harem, those they're basically slaves. I think in that extreme case, you know? Well, and I wonder also about um, maybe the value of a child rearing. If you have a group, a a group, maybe maybe it's easier. Um, You know, having a a small (laughs) child now i will say that certainly for the first year uh the woman is much more important than the man um in raising a a child maybe someone is like well you only need one man but if you had like five women it'd be easier and so and being that we're we're primates and i had an experience where i was in traveling in borneo and i got to see some orangutans and uh those orangutans they're into the polygamy because uh, they, they they went to some place where you, it was an orangutan sanctuary and uh, they put all these bananas and the orangutans came up. And there was one like sort of big dude and a whole bunch of like women in orangutan. And he was essentially just molesting all of them. I mean, I assume he was just going from one to the next. And I was like, whoa, these orangutans are some sexy animals and they like getting it on. But it's just like the one dude and he's like – got all these women around him so there's certainly and i think it's the same with gorillas too you got a silverback gorilla and he meets with all the women but i don't think that that's the same with humans and that's i think that what people will point to is the we, we we're not monogamous you know the, but i think again coming back to child rearing it takes a long time to raise a human child like a long time and i think some people say that's why pair bonding happens and that there's that more solid relationship uh, of two people because you need a kind of partnership to raise a child for that long before they become self-sufficient. But I don't know. The, m- maybe it's more easier if you have a group. Well, it, it is uh, It is funny because there is a lot of this sort of um, um, male kind of selfishness. I remember I was working this job way back when and, and there was a guy who had gotten his, his his girlfriend, quite young girlfriend, pregnant and he's going to propose to her. And he was in love with her and all this sort of thing. And 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 then he was telling me, he's like, Crofton, I don't know about this, you know, monogamy thing. He's like, I don't know, like if for the long haul, like I'm really I'm really in love with her and that sort of stuff. But I'm still attracted, you know, to other women and this sort of thing. And that, then then. Um, and and I asked him. I said, "Well, what if she was like attracted to other men and that sort of thing?" And and, and he'd be like, "What other men? I'll kick their asses." What other men? And I, <laughs> and I, I was like, "There's clearly a double a double edge there, where where you're you're sort of um, thinking only about yourself and not necessarily about the other person." Do I think it's possible to be see? Because the thing is with monogamy and one of the criticisms is is that like it's based on this the myth of the the soulmate uh the partner that is you're meant to be that you found each other and this sort of thing that's not that's that's hokum and and the big thing is there's probably multiple people out there you could be in love with and and that's where it gets it gets complicated so again in theory i could be in love with like three different women and 
it, to have my cake and eat it too, maybe I'd want to be married to all three of these women. Uh, and so if it was, if we were in a society in which power was imbalanced in such a way that I could take advantage of that, uh, I, I may be tempted to um, be like, oh, okay, well, you know, it, I'm able to have this relationship where they, they each, as long as each of them is okay and they're all in love with me, they don't even really have to get along together, you know? So, so that, that's what's worrisome. Do I think that polygamy should be should be legal? I think yes, because I really don't it's one of those like government in the bedrooms type thing. However, I do think it's one of those things that needs um, needs like some sort of safeguards to ensure that people are taken advantage of. As you you were hearing about these like practically kids that are being you know sold into marriage and this sort of thing. So I mean, the, in theory, I'm okay with polygamy, but in in the examples that I'm seeing in practice, um, I'm not really, I'm not really cool with these examples that I'm seeing. And is part of the reason that these things are the way they are due to the criminality? Like, is it like you know, drugs because they're illegal or because they're frowned upon? They're circulated more widely or in dangerous ways. Like, if if it was more a part of our regular uh, day in life uh, and if it was worked into our system of marriage and all this, and if it wasn't looked at as too much of an oddity, would it would it be less sort of would there be less toxic situations than there currently are? That I'm I'm curious. Yeah, because and you know a lot of what we're talking about is the perspective of the male, and and I think like I don't know, it's it's like it's not even about sex. It's about like what if I only got like one-fourth of a, of my partner's attention you know like assuming it was even and assuming i'm like i'm the woman in this relationship because let's face it i don't think there are very many if any examples of multiple men married to the same woman like in, in reality I, I think there actually are examples in some examples cultures, but, it's, but like it's outlying data like there's no it's what i think it's it's the minority of cases but i think yeah. there are examples well there probably are examples but i'm saying it's probably very very rare and um so, so you know, but think about being think about being whatever denomination of gender in this equation. I guess is like I look at it like from a woman's perspective, where it's like I'm a I'm getting a fourth of my partner's attention. I'm raising kids. You know, I'm doing all this stuff. I, is this what I want out of a partnership? It feels like you're getting shortchanged. You know, in the concept of marriage, and the concept of marriage is one of celebration of a union of love between two people. You know, in the most romantic notion, which let's face it, that's what these things are. Even the Bible, I think, gives it lends itself to some romance in talking about how special that union is. Well, the Bible also has lots of examples of polygamy in it. I'm not defending it using the Bible, but I'm saying that there is poetry involved. Like it, it is a thing of beauty. Even for you know, marriage to me is a religious thing. So if you're getting married, I I feel like you know, especially in the uh, in polygamy uh, polygamous relationships like that, you know, there's got to be a religious factor in this. But it's about it's about love, and the point is you're getting shortchanged. It's about love, but I think in the Bible it's really about wealth, and I think back then it was actually about transfer of wealth. Back when we talked about this in the marriage episode, and and I think in the divorce episode where women were essentially property of their fathers and traded. 
Okay, I guess to put it in context, I'm speaking currently, and I'm not speaking historically because yes, marriage was about right. Transfers but if you're bringing up the Bible, you know, it's, but people it's not still really use the Bible. Curious. But no, but people actively use the Bible to just to rationalize their beliefs today, even though yes, it's old. Like there are people who do that. And what I'm trying, to, the point I'm trying to make is that no matter how romantic a notion you can make of marriage you are devaluing the idea of that bond between two people by having multiple by one person having multiple multiples of those concurrently well i would um, I, you know i would i think it's a good it's a good point and if i think about my own marriage and how i view my role as a good partner in that marriage um, and I think about myself as a whole individual. So I have my, you know, my time that I want to devote to my partner, my time I have to devote towards my work and my personal interests that all require a portion of my time, right? And then I imagine that, so for me to be a good partner, I needed to have X amount of time, whatever that is, I devote to my partner. Now, if I were to just imagine that I had eight wives and I still wanted to, needed to fit in working to make some money and and personal interests that I do on my own or with friends, and then personal time for eight eight women that I was in theory in love with, I could not be I personally could not be a good partner to all of those women. I feel like I you need could be clones. A good what you need clones or twins? I would yeah. If I was a twin, this is an anti-twin slam. Then yeah, maybe I could uh, do it. But comedians but call this me, kind of humor a callback. <laughs> But for me, one partner is what I can handle. Like, like I feel like I can be a good partner to one person. They, I can give them the, the amount of energy that I feel is necessary um, to meet their partnership needs and to still meet my own needs. And as soon as I threw anyone else into that equation, things would start fall fall apart. And I'm not saying necessarily that I think that, you know, these um, uh, sort of Mormon men are exemplars of how to spread love around because I don't know that that's the case. I think that like what Bo said, probably some people are being shortchanged in that relationship. Now, maybe another perspective on that is if if coming back to like say you're uh, a woman in that relationship or say, say I'm, I'm one of many husbands and I'm married to I have this one woman, but I have a lot of personal interests that I like to do. You know, I like to play, say, video games. I like to go rock climbing or hiking. I like to do some writing and some reading. I think all these things I like to do. And then I think, like, well, hey, I only got the one wife, you know, and say she's like, OK, look, uh, buddy, I got time for you on Thursdays. Uh, other than that, you know, there's there's Bob, there's Steve, Brad. Uh, you know, they need a lot of love, too. So you got Thursdays and like Sunday mornings. And I'd be like, OK. And then maybe I maybe I'd feel pretty free in that, and that I'd be like, man, I can do whatever I want, um, you know. And I'm just so what envisioning you, this yeah, in the, in the yeah. sense that I'm not the property so of, what of you, this what, one wife that can't do anything. Yeah. But maybe I'd have all these times to explore personal interests. Maybe that's you know, maybe there is something to it. Well, I think I think you, that's definitely like I feel like that's a male perspective on what the marriage would look like because generally men like to be free to do their stuff. And they don't feel the same sense of. So do, what are you saying? Whereas women, well, no, like, because of, because of because of gender roles, for example, men are more like like in this scenario. Are you working? Or are you dependent on your income from that woman? Because that changes things. In a lot of what I see, the women end up stuck at home with kids, dependent financially on the man, for you know, so it's not like they can go out and have a whole life. 
and they're raising their kids and they tend to be depressed and probably stuck at home a lot. Like, it's not all a better. They're not like, I don't know, you don't look at these marriages and they're like, man, we have all this free time for Pilates. It's great. You know, like, I don't think they they live that way. You know, know, it's such a hard thing because I don't want to make assumptions sort of like you do to be like, uh, you know, probably some of these women feel uh, caged and maybe they're depressed. That's an assumption. They might be totally fine for it. And I think Crofton had brought up that some of them have view their sort of sister wives as like sisters and they really – prize those relationships there's part of me that's like that's because they're brainwashed is what i feel like saying but again that's me imposing my outsider's view upon it and maybe that they're not that's just their culture and and i'm you know you know cultural relativism i shouldn't i shouldn't judge theirs by the way i view things but that is t- tends to where I want to go as well. But I'm like, it's not maybe fair to do that. But I would say then they need to get their own show uh, because your your view is is definitely. Uh, oh well, I'm saving uh, that to my, my verdict. Yeah, but, f- yeah. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I, I I just see like and before moving to verdicts, the one thing that I I find too is that uh, is is um, the in Bose talked about the outside sex stuff like because it's easy to get caught up in the sex stuff but but the the shared intimacy um and and mike was pointing about sort of time and in calendar during the week but like every every night like i go to bed with my wife or whatever and and we you know like sleep together cuddle together or whatever and this sort of thing if i was it getting hot in here if I knew that I could only do that like on Sundays and maybe Mondays and meanwhile like Ronaldo and John are doing it on other days or whatever like Steve I, I, I would I, I I don't know not not only would it bother me out of jealousy it would make me kind of like you could argue oh well you will appreciate the nights that she's available to 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 sleep with you uh much more because I think like and again I haven't seen Bill Paxton's show but I think the deal was that you know he had like a rotating schedule of like oh tonight I'm sleeping with you know this woman and it didn't mean necessarily sex it just meant that that night he was going to spend that night in that bed or something like that and i don't know man like it just feels like uh, it's one thing if it's if it's three people sleeping together in the same bed or something and they all love each other and whatever okay but if it's like one person making a calendar of who they're going to spend their time with and everybody sort of pining for that one person's attention. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I'm seeing like in my mind, there's a lot of parallels for me with this and the casual sex one where I'm like, you know, in theory, you know, maybe it could work out, but you know, I have to look at it from my own perspective and I would feel, you know, and I'm probably have my, insecurities but as like the scenario you pointed out so say i'm the husband you know and i get thursdays and then um my wife comes to bed with me and she's like oh i'm tired we're just gonna go to bed and then you know it's friday's the next night and she's sleeping with brad and i'm in the next room and i hear oh brad oh brad and then and then and then the next (laughs) night you know her and steve are just that brad's an animal I, the walls are shaking, and then Ronaldo on Tuesday. Oh, Ronaldo! Oh, and then man. Thursday again, she's like, "I'm just so beaten. I'm gonna be like, oh man, I, I'm the shittiest lover here." Uh, and that, my, you know, my insecurities would take her really because that stuff can't all be equal. As much as in theory, um, 
you know, maybe it could be, it can't be. Not, not everyone's sexual connections are the same or romantic connections. And there would be imbalances within those relationships. There have to be, you know, someone would like spending some more time with one of the persons, one with one of the people or have a better physical connection with them. And you as another party in that relationship might feel jealousy for that or, or insecurity on your own, man. More, more problems, I sound like. More money, more problems. All right, let's do some uh, verdict. Verdicts? Yeah. Does, uh, does uh, we got that little train thing that comes in? Or... Oh, wait, I hear it. I hear it coming. Just before we all get into it here, can we just say we're not really talking about polyamory, where it's all... Because it's really going to change my verdict if well, we're including poly- polyamory. I, I feel like polygamy is a arrangement of marriages in some sort of configuration. I guess. All right, whatever. I'll try to sort it out. Yeah. Be a man, Hodgins. <laughs> That's right, horrible. I'll go first. <laughs> Since I'm talking, uh, <laughs> I th- oh man, you know because. As much as as you want want to separate, you want to keep it in the, the theory realm of talking about this stuff. It's too hard for me to separate it from the from the realities, uh, the realities of it, and the and the way that I really do think the po- power dynamics uh, do come into play in a lot of the examples of polygamy we see, and I would even suspect in polyamory as well. Though I, I know that that's the aim is that as well, or is to be more equal um, among the partners, but certainly in when you think of like Mormon polygamy and others, it's, you know, let's face it, largely it's a patriarchal thing. The man is in charge. He has as many wives and their freedom, I think is probably, um, not, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's limits there. They, they, they give up a lot of personal freedom to be part of that kind of thing. And I think it amounts to human trafficking a lot of the time. Bringing the polyamory into this, you know, that wants to pull me towards bullshit, but the polygamy, I, I really do think uh, I'm gonna have to go bad. I, I just when I think of like women's rights and struggles of feminism for equality and that kind of thing, I think that mostly when we see polygamy, it's a power dynamic and it's not a balanced one. So yeah, I'll, I'll go with bad. Though it was hard one, I will say. Uh, I will pretty much copy and paste Mike's verdict. This is a. Uh... One of those rare ones where I pretty much agree 100% with everything he said. I feel that like um, th- that even when you include the one that I can't say polyamory or whatever, uh, when, even when you include that, we talked enough about it that I started thinking, oh, yeah, there's a lot to bear in mind when you embark in a relationship like that. I don't necessarily think these things should be illegal as they are in places in the States. I I do think that it's important to defend um, victims, both male but largely female, uh, from situations of exploitation and that. But um, So I don't think it should be illegal. But that said, there's not enough um, in the way of redeeming value. And I could see it be like having a sort of a creeping toxicity to the overall relationships. 
I led off by saying that I've not been in one of these types of relationships. I don't have the experience. Uh, so my verdict is coming from that place. It's coming from what I think as an outsider looking in at these places with the upbringing that I have. But I just feel that it, it's more uh, bad than it is good or even bullshit. So I'm going to agree with Mike and say uh, polygamy is bad. <laughs> I definitely share uh, Michael's sense of being a little like there's that little window of exception for the polyamory side of things, like the concept of being connected uh, through more than just two people in multiple connecting ways. I think we all kind of want to leave the door open for unique and different kinds of relationships that are paradigm doesn't fit like we don't want to just say well we have this rigid structure of pair bonding marriage is good but polygamy is bad because i think that i think we have examples and reasons how um you know marriages to multiple people can be exploitative or can marginalize certain people within that marriage structure but i think that like pure polyamory like if if ronaldo steve and I can't remember Jesse were you know in a, in a relationship and all three loved each other equally you know all three ways then then that would be like a beautiful thing I would find reasons to be like well I still think marriage is bullshit but I'm glad that all three of you equally participate in this bullshit together that's love um so for that <laughs> <laughs> for that reason I think I'm going to sort of coast on what I think was my verdict on marriage because I think marriage overall like I think the joke would be that a lot of married people would be like oh I can't stand the one I have how can I have more than <laughs> one why would I have two you know like a lot of those surly old school married people that yeah. you know are just like why did i even get married the day i'm thinking like of alba like to take my wife please <laughs> yeah exactly hey you're a poly um, you're a polygamist would you like to marry my wife so i can be single again like there are lots of people out there who make those kinds of jokes so i feel like um i feel like it's probably a lot of work to keep a marriage going with multiple people and it would have to be really worth it and i want to believe that there are cases where these kinds of unique relationships fit in into the fabric of our culture. So for that reason, I'm just going to say, you know, all marriage is bullshit and so is polygamy since it's like a big heaping pile of bullshit. But um, I'm all for well, unique and interesting love relationships. Hmm. Yeah. The um, end. Yes. Well, if... if uh, it required a lot of explanation. Sorry, Mike. If if anyone out there listening is in a polyamorous or a polygamous relationship, I feel like polyamorous is way more likely than polygamous. And you have an opinion about uh, about this because you're informed about it as we are not. Please let us know. <laughs> you can write into the show, goodbadbull at gmail.com. Again, that's goodbadbull at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us a tweet at goodbadbull, and uh, you can visit our website goodbadbull.com to uh, find out our contact information, or you can find listen to our shows there. You can also subscribe to Stitcher, subscribe to us on Stitcher, or iTunes, and uh, give us a like on Facebook if um, if you do like the show. 
And uh, guys, if uh, anyone wants to get in touch with you, Crofton, where can our listeners uh, find you at? Uh, they can find me at Crofton Steers, but I'm I'm sorry, ladies, one woman man. Hey, that means there's room for the guys. There's a lot of silence after that comment. <laughs> it, it, it's it's the sound of millions of women's hearts breaking simultaneously. <laughs> and guys, not just women. There might be guys that want to get a piece of yeah, the coffin. But no, I no, said sorry, ladies, and you made it anyway. So you did, oh, so men, men, you're open to men. I got it. All right, Ronaldo. Yeah, you're, Ronaldo you're good. is like, ooh. He just said sorry, down. ladies. He didn't say sorry, men and ladies. So, Bo, where can um, you're open to a polygamous relationship? Where can the many women find you at? All right, the many men and women who want to, uh, you know, solicit me for a polygamous relationship can don't solicit me because that's creepy. <laughs> but if you wanted to do it, you can find me at Bo Schwartz on Twitter, um, where I tweet about some of the other stuff I do, like the exclamation mark podcast, all about video He's- games. He's single ladies and men and ladies. All the ladies. And um, you can find me at ML Hodgins, where I like to occasionally rate something I find out in the street and take a picture of it and tweet it. We have a couple, st- we have stickers on this show good, good, bad, or bullshit stickers. And if you write in, we'll send you some and you can stick them on things to give you ratings. And uh, please do send us a picture of that if, uh, if that's the case. We need to come up with pe- uh, a, a title for people who do that, by the way. So if you have some ideas for that listener, send us in. Like, you know, the verdict masters or the judgifiers mm. well Just, we'll keep working on it yeah yeah that sounds like it needs some work <laughs> still um, it's still in the oven i do want to give a shout out to uh longtime listener tracy and her sister Rhonda, who uh went to wine country recently and and they ran out of stickers so they made their own and started trying to you know take pictures and, and send them to us that was pretty cool we need to get them some more stickers it's yes. true yep so uh, that's part of our viral campaign, and I can't wait to see what other people are going to. I've had some requests for stickers, uh, so I'm going to be giving out the few that I have. People that have made those requests. Hey, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be crazy if if Bo got in a relationship where he was like he was married to a lady, but she was married to other guys, and he had like brother husbands and stuff like that, and then like he was like really good friends with them and and introducing them to us i don't know what i would think i would be it would be it would be weird i'd be like uh but would be like oh man geez you know uh ronaldo and me we were just we were hanging out and you know our our girlfriend tatiana was at work or whatever and uh we (laughs) we were just we were just hanging out and it was pretty awesome playing some xbox i'm like oh yeah it could I, work. I, I could, and because I could use one of those. Bo's part of the show. Maybe once a week he can rate all his brother husbands. He can put a sticker yeah. on them. He's like, I took, I took this picture of Ronaldo while he was sleeping. Listen, poly- <laughs> polygamous relationships are land field, or land mine field, field mine, whatever. Like, I wouldn't want to, you know, go disturbing the fabric of my relationships by posting their dirty laundry out in the air. That would cause me <laughs> lots of problems at home, lots of long talks around the dinner table about, you know, how we need to treat our brother wife, brother husbands. And huh. he sounds like a keeper, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
virtual 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 VR. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.